Hello. Welcome to Women of Hope podcast. First podcast session where we are giving hope to families one woman at a time. Today we will be talking about women and who we are as a woman and the plan that God has for us. And what is it that becomes an impediment for us to know who we are as godly women? So I just want to start with taking a look at who God said that we are as women. Who did God make us to be? So I would like to start with Genesis, first chapter, when the Lord said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, giving them dominion over fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Let's make in our own image, male and female. Once he made male and female, God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heaven and over the living thing that moves on the earth. And that scripture was coming from Genesis 1, chapter, the first chapter, 26, 27th, and 28th verse. So we see that God made us in, our, in his image. So one of the problems, though, that comes into play early in the scriptures is um, Satan, of course. And Satan is always there to put a roadblock in God's plans for us. And not to give Satan credit, um, but I think that we need to understand what is going on in our life when things happen to us. And it is scripture, so I would like for us to take a look at how things can become a little uh, messy in our lives, and it's due to Satan. John 8 and 44 says that Satan uh, is the father of lies. Satan was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his negative language, for he is a liar, and he is the father of lies. Now, knowing that what God has uh, done, he made us in his image, and he gave us dominion over um, everything on the earth, um, so the fish in the sea, uh, the animals on the earth, so why is it that we go through so many negative things in life and, and it affects us? Um, where does it start? 
Um, so as we just read, it starts with Satan, and he's the father of lies. So we learn um, who we are most of the time in life. Uh, and, and I'm speaking to those of us who have um, experienced some bad things in life, and I know we all have. Um, so I would like to speak to that. Um, if, as we take a look at our childhood, we are taught and told negative things about who we are from the very beginning. And what hurts most is that some of these uh, negative things that we are taught comes from the very people that are supposed to be protecting us and loving us and taking care of us. Some of these negative things that we're taught about ourselves, it comes from the mouth of our mothers, our fathers, relatives, our friends. Even when we go to school as little children, three-year-old kindergarten, four-year-old kindergarten, first grade, second grade, when we're little children, um, we learn negative things from our teachers. And uh, people in general that we see on the day-to-day -day basis, or maybe just a stranger uh, that walks by. Satan has a way of using people that we don't even know. Uh, whatever it is that we're down about that day, uh, a, a, a stranger will come up to us and tell us exactly the same thing <laughs> that we're down about. So the enemy has a way of using all people to get to us. And we're taught these things about ourselves from a child, about our abilities. Uh, so we're told that we're not, you know, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do that. And so when you know it's been placed in you, you don't quite understand as a child that why you have the love to do something or you, you, you feel like you have a gift. You don't know that it's a gift, but it's something that you just love to do as a child. And, you know, the enemy will bring a person to start right there to tell you uh, you don't know what you're doing or that's ugly. Um, you're dumb, uh, stupid. And so when we hear these things every day, we sort of block out um, what God has told us about ourselves. And it's written in the word of God. And sometimes we have not been exposed to the word of God. You know, that's also the case. Uh, but as we get older, you know, the Lord has the word coming from all different directions, even on the TV. So when we do hear the word, and some of us have been reared in the church, so we, we read the word a lot. Uh, however, but we still choose to listen to the negative things that's being told to us instead of believing God. So our abilities are attacked. Our gifts are attacked. We can be um, so gifted at doing something. And because a person tell us that it's no good, one or two times or however many times that we've heard it, we believe the negative. 
that we're not talented, um, even about our appearance. Um, the Bible often speaks about being fair, um, fair, and and usually it is speaking about uh, being beautiful, you know, good looking. Um, and the enemy will come along and tell the most beautiful people that they are ugly and no good. And beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So no matter what God has put there, when we look in the mirror, we see the negative that we are being told that we are not beautiful or we are too uh, tall, we are too short, we are too skinny, we are too fat. Our hair is not long or our hair is too long. Whatever it is, the enemy will tell us whatever it is that is um, perfect that God put there for us. The enemy will come along and tell us that it's not good enough and it's not right. Um, so on that case, it now attacks our dreams and our aspirations that the Lord has placed in us. And I like to use the word dreams because the Lord works in dreams and visions. Um, so the enemy starts attacking us as little children, just little children that should be eating cookies and drinking milk. The Lord sent uh, the enemy will send all types of calamities in our lives from childhood. Um, some of us have uh, women, we have experienced um, so child molestation um, by our own fathers. Um, and I say our, because I always put myself in the, the midst of everything instead of saying your, but we've all experienced some different things. Um, and so whatever your, your lot that has been dealt um, to you, um, this is what we seem to, as women, hold on to our whole lives our whole lives. You know, I was speaking to someone and I told this young lady that her hair was beautiful. And she says, no, it's not beautiful that her haircut um, makes her look like a chicken. And I said, no, you look beautiful. Your, your hair, it looks beautiful. And she says, no, I look like a chicken. So I asked her, I said, why, why would you say that you look like a chicken? She says, well, because I was out after getting my hair cut and I walked by these men and I heard one man whisper to the other that she looks like a chicken with her hair cut like that. So this is an example of how we internalize the negative and with all the other compliments that could come by us, uh, we, we believe the negative. So I just want us to resonate on that um, for a few minutes about 
some of the things, what is it that you have been carrying from childhood? That's most important for us to stop and, and take a look at some things that have um, burdened us from childhood, um, at, from all ages, 9, 10, you know, from a young age. I want us to stop and reach back and talk to the little girl in us. Um, just just stop and think about her and think about all that she's been through. And some of us some of us may have some tears at this point. Um, we may um, have all different types of feelings coming up at this time. But while we are feeling some of these, um, some of the pain from the past, um, I, I, I want you to also remember that these are the things that the enemy is using to hold you back from that list that we talked about in the beginning. The list that um, we talked about your abilities and your gifts and your talents and um, having confidence in your, in your appearance however God made you, that you would have confidence and you would have confidence in the dreams and the gifts and the aspirations that God put in you. I, I want you to think about that because herein lies where the enemy comes in again. John 10 and 10 speaks about a thief that comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan's ultimate goal for every lie he tells is your death and your destruction. So every lie that Satan has told you about yourself from a little girl up until now, is to see you to your death and your, your destruction so that you would not use the gifts and the talents that you have to lift God's word and to draw people to the Lord. And this is his ultimate, ultimate goal is to have you to just give up and to make you a woe is me woman woe is me, woe is me. And then all of your gifts and talents will just uh, get buried under a lot of hurt and pain. And as these things happen to us and as we let them consume us in life, we begin to uh, take these things into our, our adulthood and 
we're, you know, we're married women, we bring it into our relationships. Um, we, we bring it into how we rear our children. So it goes on and on and it's, it, it creates a cycle, a cycle that is not fulfilled with the plan that God has for us as women and for our families that we nurture as women is 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 not being fulfilled according to God's plans because of the enemy and the seed that he has planted in our lives from the time that we were little girls so in Peter, 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So know that Satan is at work and that the enemy, he is incapable of telling the truth so all the good that God put in you, if you allow the enemy to talk to you, he will never tell you the truth. He's a little slick. Sometimes he'll tell you partial truth. He'll tell you partial truth. And he'll corrupt the whole truth. And he'll put a little bit of truth in it and then the rest of it is corrupt. And he twists the truth for his purpose. Uh, he's very cunning. And one of the first examples of Satan's cunningness is when he talked to Eve in the garden, Genesis 3, 1 through 5. It clearly shows uh, that Satan is a trickster. Um, he's a flim flammer. <laughs> he's a flim flammer. Uh, and he wanted Eve to eat from the, the fruit from the tree of knowledge. Um, God made man and woman in the beginning and he put them in the garden and he, he gave them dominion over things in the garden. He said, except for don't touch that tree of knowledge. And so here comes Satan and he tells Eve, um, God doesn't want you to touch, to eat of the fruit because God knows that if you eat the fruit that you would be on his level, you know, you'll be equal to God, that you will know good and evil. And so Eve had instructions from God himself. He told her why, why he put her there, how he made her, and he told her exactly what she's supposed to do. And then here comes along Satan, whispers in her ear something else, uh, and he, Eve, believed Satan. So she ate from, she ate the fruit from the tree of knowledge. 
And it was not, it did not end up the way Satan said. So, um, <laughs> Satan has been uh, fooling us and tricking us, lying to us since the beginning of time. And so it's just time that I, I, I just wanted to use this time to, to set, to help set some women free. Um, because it is time for us to do what God put us here to do. And although we've been told some negative things about ourselves, it is time to not believe the twisted messages that Satan have given to us. It is time to let God come in and heal the pain that we have endured growing up and the lies that we've been told as women about ourselves. And like we said before, some of the most hurtful things that could be told to us are from people that are supposed to support us. So even in marriage, um, sometimes your spouse will say the most hurtful things to you. But we as women have to know who we are in Christ and not believe the negative things that are being told to us. And so again, I would like to um, stop here and let's think about a couple of questions here. Um, I would like for us to take, you know, take a couple of days to think about this. The next podcast will start with these two questions. Um, and then from here, we'll go in and take a closer look at um, what God has for us. But I think it's important um, as a counselor, I, I am a counselor, to take a look at what is hurting us before we can move on. And I would like for you to Ask yourself these two questions, write this down, and I want you to think about what lies you've been told about yourself and list them. And you may not know it's a lie. So let's say also what have been some of the negative things that you've been told about yourself see because they're negative we can we know what's good and bad and negative and positive so what are some of the negative things you've been told about yourself and most likely the negative things are most likely most of the time they're lies okay they're lies that have that satan has um sent you away to plant a seed in you uh, to destroy you. So let's say, what are some of the negative things that you've been told? And then I want you to do another column. 
And however long your list is, because some of us are going to have longer list than the other. If yours is two, three pages long, that's fine. Because I want you to write down everything, your hurts, your pain, everything, you know, things that have been done to you, everything, because, you know, we need to talk about some of these things. And sometimes um, culturally, different cultures, all cultures are different, but some of our cultures teach us to be quiet and don't talk about it and don't go to counselors. Um, it's, it's not good to go to a counselor, just whatever happened, just keep it to yourself. So I want you to sit down and write these things down. I want you to start talking about it. Even for now, it's talking to yourself about it. That's fine. And while you are writing these things down, I want you to know that God is there. And although he already knows these things, it really does the heart good to write them down and talk to God about them. So the next thing that I said in the next column, what do you believe about yourself? So some of these lies and that's been told to you, what do you, do you believe it? What do you believe about it? Why do you believe these things are being said to you? Some of the things that's happened to you in life, the enemy has a way of saying that it's your fault. I mean, as a little child, things happen to little kids and the enemy still has a way of making children think that it's their fault when they are adults that knows that they know right from wrong um, and they know that they are wrong but however they will make the child think that it's their fault that something happened so what do you believe about these things that's happened to you and again about the lies what do you believe about yourself what do you believe about yourself what do you, why do you think um, some of these things is, have hap has happened to you? I'm asking because the things that, that that's happened to you in the past and you were told that it's your fault and you're just a little child, you're just seven to eight years old. Uh, um, let's say if your uh, father touched your your private areas or what have you and you're told that it's your fault. What do you really believe about that situation? Sometimes there is um, um, there's a, a lot on your life. You know, sometimes I've heard older people say that's 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 your lot, meaning that's that's the plan, you know, for your life. But sometimes it seems like everything that happens someone's blaming you i mean some of you know what i'm talking about it's like there's just something always following you you have n nothing to do with anything that happened but it seems like it'll always be blamed on you so what i'm asking you is although it was blamed on you you can write it down what was said to you and why is your why why is your fault but now, what do you really think about what happened? Hmm? I'm interested in knowing uh, what you think about what happened. 
And this is where it comes in um, where uh, women are silent about things because once we start saying what really happened and what we really think happened and why somebody did something to you, well, now you're telling the family secrets. So it, it becomes a hush-hush because we're taught not to say that about um, the pillar of the family or the pillar of the community because a lot of these people that do wrong to children and do wrong, period, they are um, looked upon as being great in the community and great in the family. So, you know, we are hush, hush, don't, don't say that. But now you get a chance to say it write it down and talk to the Lord about it. And if you cry during this time, it's okay because the Lord is there and he will wipe your tears. And the Lord will begin a healing with you as you cry and pour out your heart. The Lord is there. It is written that by his stripes we are healed. The Lord has been to the cross for us. He died for us on the cross. Salvation is free. And the Lord is there to wipe every tear from your eyes. And so I'm going to pause here um, to just give a little short prayer. And the next podcast, we will um, start here 